Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. We've had a bit of a break in between recording sessions. Uh, it's summer and sometimes things happen, but it shouldn't affect the release schedule. But if we forget something we just talked about last time, uh, it's been like a month. Yes. So apologize, apologies in advance for that. This episode was called... The Cost of Living. I've never known what to make of this episode. It's confused. Like, there's some really neat stuff in it, and there's some stuff I'm like, uh, uh, what? Yeah. Sort of. I mean, I remember one thing feeling conflicted about this one is whether or not it contradicts the previous Echo episode, where, or in previous Echo storylines in general, where he was, uh, he did confess for, well, he confessed to Ben about murdering others, mm-hmm. um, which seemed like that would have fallen under what you said here. Yeah. I was only protecting myself. And about his whole redemption arc of becoming a priest. I don't know. It, it's just, it's an odd story. to, And even knowing the ending and uh, some of the, the details about how um, this is probably Smoke Monster. Uh, he has a kind of judgment thing, thing going down and he take he can take the place of other people's bodies after absorbing them. Yeah, so... Well, sometimes? Like, I don't understand... Okay, and again, it's been a while since the last episodes, and we haven't seen the new, the recent seasons lately, but... Okay, Jack's dad's body disappears. He meets Jack's dad, and Liammy's body disappears. But Locke's body doesn't disappear. Was that part of the whole, like, I'm becoming... You know, there's a whole kind of, like, a weird, almost religious ritual with him becoming Locke at the end. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know it enough. It was a different thing. It was a different thing. It was different because yeah, he was like kind of stuck then, wasn't yeah, he? Was stuck. He was it stuck was in Locke. Lock, that's right. He couldn't like not be Locke anymore. Uh, okay, you're right. I forgot that happened. So we'll get to that when we get to that. Right yeah. now, we're in the middle of like it's a lot. Of, yeah, the the backstory I was never very satisfied with, especially since the yeah. the other Locke episode is so classic. You mean other Echo episode? Thank you. Yes, Echo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's a little... It's extremely murky, and I don't know if that's because it was one of the cases they felt like they couldn't explain too much with the backstory because of what they were doing with the smoke cloud, mm-hmm. man in black, whatever, the whole judging thing. But yeah, it's... It, I mean, the flashback is interesting, shows how he... It's interesting to see him struggling to be a priest... And again, right after, that kind of makes... It makes sense for Echo, but then the the finale, basically, is what's yeah. so odd. Yeah, how it ties into his confession, and does it, doesn't that seem... Doesn't that kind of contradict what we saw with Echo's storylines before? Yeah, that is weird. I mean, obviously, we know the reason this episode even happened the way that it was is because the actor wanted to get off the show. And maybe that's why it's unsatisfactory. They're like, oh, we just got to take care of it. Somehow, yeah. But, I mean, it seems like... I don't know. They would do it in a way that was more character consistent. Maybe, maybe the explanation is that he's not confessing to God, he's confessing to his brother. Like, he's saying, I don't apologize for doing all these things for you. Mm. Maybe, I mean, I'm trying to find a way to make the two work. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, it's it's murky, for sure. He's Like, his brother seems to be accusing him, and then he mm-hmm. gets stubborn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could be. Because it's almost as if, like, he recognized before God the things that he had done wrong, but if someone else, like, kind of points that in his face. Because, like, I'm not even sure I agree with the village lady saying, you've profaned this place, you're a bad person, all this kind of stuff. It's like, well, he, I don't know, he, I'm not sure it's it's a good thing to be stuck in a blackmail procedure with drug lords. And yeah. those are the kind of people that, like, yeah, they had, they do need just to be put down. Mm. 
So I, yeah, I don't know. It, it's I'm conflicted about that whole part too. And it was an interesting episode because like you have all this, especially the first time through, a lot of mythology stuff with I mean with the black mm-hmm. smoke. Like that's the most we've ever seen. And actually, I think we sort of got an answer to a question we I remember us having an earlier about what Locke saw because the first time he sees mm-hmm. the first time he sees Man in Black, he, we get that white light thing. But I thought maybe there was something else specifically that we saw, like he, he saw like angel light. But here Locke just said. It was a bright light. Yeah, and that was beautiful. Which he didn't see. I think that was the only time he was he ever saw Man in Black as the, the angel of light. After that, it was always smoky. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it's interesting though. Maybe you know the Man in Black was trying to test Echo. You know, he's another faith guy that he could have played with, but he's just too rebellious, maybe, to be useful. Could be. I don't know. I, I mean, know. It, that's reading a lot into it. Well, was Echo a candidate? I don't remember if he was a candidate or not. Oh, the whole. You know, I don't remember six, season six enough anymore. Mm. I doubt he was. Or was everyone? I don't know. So here's a question. So it's interesting. A candidate for Jacob or for. For Jacob. Because I, I'm guessing at some point. Well, here's my what, the reason I asked that. Because if I remember right, Man in Black could not kill the candidates unless he could, like, trick them into killing themselves. So he could not have been Canada because he killed him. Right. But, well, I guess I was curious if, like, he was testing him because he didn't know if he was a candidate oh, yet. And it could be. And if Echo, yeah, I don't know. We don't get an explanation, but any of those could work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but so we have that, you know, obviously this priest-religious theme. And then it's interesting, the other plot line with Jack and Ben, we got a couple, like, do you believe in God sort of, you know, they're really mm-hmm. pushing this sort of, you got judgment, you got God, you got coincidence, you know, even Locke and... um Desmond do the whole like don't mistake coincidence for fate. Yeah, uh-huh. echoing what Mister Echo, <laughs> no pun intended, uh, had told Locke at a, in a previous episode. But yeah, that's it's an interesting parallel. Although you made a good point watching the episodes, like why doesn't Ben just go to the mainland to get medical treatment? And we're get a answer only because obviously the writers at this point still know that they can get off land. Yeah, I mean they have hamburgers, they have TV, they have. We know they have a sub already, mm-hmm. so there must be some reason. Like, it's you needed a specialist, and... And maybe it's the whole, you know, Ben was always like, this island heals people, and why isn't it healing me? Maybe he felt oh. superstitious, almost, that he needed to be on the island for it to work. And that could be. Yeah, that, 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 that could make Plus sense. Plus, he got wind more off the island, who knows. <laughs> yeah, if he got wind of it somehow, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a possibility. But I never thought of that before, because at this point in the stage, you didn't know any of that. Yeah. <laughs> Greatest scene of the episode, though, is Juliet telling Jack how great Ben is, but kill him. <laughs> yeah, she's talking to him, but in the meantime, the video of her with, like, cue cards <laughs> is telling him something very different. <laughs> Which is, yeah, it's a great suspenseful scene. That'd be a that'd be a fun one to, to like, deconstruct in film class. If he uses the editing's really good, you know, you yeah, going between, like, two or three levels of... Yeah, and you could you could appreciate that scene without knowing much of the, co- the greater context. Mm-hmm. It'd be a great, like, capsule. Yeah. And I love Ben's just like, we had such a great plan. We need you to want to save me. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think I don't think is a lie. Every, every now and then with Ben, you don't know. <laughs> you don't ever know. Uh, how deep is this going? But like, that sounds like something Ben would actually try to do. Well, because the problem is, he wants the surgeon to care about him, not just to... Mm-hmm. He wants another cult follower, mm-hmm. as opposed to just someone that he's black. Because probably blackmailing a, a surgeon is not like, a great way to get the results you want. <laughs> 
Speaking of cult, we got a little cult thing today with all their white robes and the mm-hmm. funeral. Th- because it's interesting, the ones hanging out with Ben don't always come off as cultish as the temple ones do. Yeah. But we get a little hints that of the leftovers of the actual religious nature of the others. But Ben had largely stripped them of a lot of that religious stuff, it seems like. Yeah. Well, even, I mean, it's a different kind of cult, but there is a cult kind of surrounding Ben. I mean, Juliet, oh, yeah. Juliet alludes to that with her talking about free will. And, yeah, yeah. And there are some of us who want to get rid of him. It's just a very different flavor than when we end up at the temple. True. Very, very true. But you can change the look of the cults, but the others are... Others. <laughs> are, are cults, one way or another. Um, Mikhail! Oh, Patchy. Patchy. We got a, we got a glimpse of him. Just a, a very creepy I forgot glimpse. we hadn't met him yet. <laughs> and uh, more Nikki and Paolo. Yeah. Well, yes. Maybe. Yay. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed Nikki and Paolo. I, I remember, like, it's like, yeah, why? I, I think I said in the previous episode, like, I, I enjoy that they just random people on the beach. It's like, it's very meta. <laughs> like, I love them simultaneously, but also they just always seem to stick out in every scene they're in for some reason. I don't know whether it's their, like... <laughs> They're, like, so much more colorful than and less serious than the other ones, or... Well, it's interesting. I, I guess it, part of it might have been, like, this episode, and that, like, they're almost like the comic relief in the episode about, mm-hmm. like, all kinds of other serious things going on. So it was like, like, when Echo showed up with, like, his big dying scene, it was like, wait, why are these two here? <laughs> yeah. So we, we go back to that toilet scene later. That's true. <laughs> we yeah. do. That toilet scene actually has significance. Yes. Weirdly enough. What a show. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of moving things in this one in this episode. Mm-hmm. I think we covered the highlights, though, from what I recall. Interesting that one shot with like Juliet sitting, you know, all daintily on the on the table, and then Ben comes in, like, uh, "What's going on?" That was great. They just kept showing it from different angles. I'm like, "This is great." <laughs> so I had forgotten. Ben's like, "Don't you see how much she re- looks like your ex-wife?" I'm like, "Oh, ouch!" That I forgot that was even a. A thing. I'm not sure I would have put that together, to be honest. No, but I mean, it's something Ben would think of. That's why. Yeah. I'm, that's why I'm like, wow. Yeah, no, just... yeah. Ben absolutely would think of that. All right. Well, I think that's that's all we got. It's uh, again conflicting episode, but certainly entertaining. Yeah, not a great one. Like, feels like it could have been great, but there's just things that are just don't quite click. Yeah, yeah, and not just the fact that Echo died really earlier than the writers would have preferred. Yeah, but... which is always a. A shame. He would have been a great foil to. Yeah, of all the, of all the things that like you wonder, you love to know what were some of your potential ideas for him before he had to let him go so early. Yeah, he's uh, not up there with outrigger, but <laughs> not quite. <laughs> no, nothing beats the outrigger. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, thanks for listening to The Weekly Hijack. Remember, you can find all our episodes of uh, The Weekly Hijack and our main podcast, The Real Trains of Thought, at derailtrainsofthought.blogspot.com. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. Bye-bye.